Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. As always, I'm so excited to be back here with you, serving up spiritual and personal growth conversations, especially for the recovering, fearful, avoidant attachment style. It is an honor to be here with you. It is an honor to serve you, and it is such an honor and a pleasure to have conversations around this topic. Today, I have an amazing guest. It's Jasmine Kenna. I have wanted to have her on the show for a really long time. And funny story, we recorded about a week ago and the episode did not upload. We were having some technical difficulties, but um, actually it was hilarious because the whole interview, she kept dropping off the call. And so she'd like get back on and we just keep going from like where we had stopped. <laughs> so it was kind of a it was a jerky conversation and i think we handled it really well um just to toot our own horns for a second but um in a way i'm kind of glad that we were forced to re-record so that we could have a smoother conversation and i'm excited for the episode it's really really fun jasmine's amazing super inspiring very knowledgeable and hilarious. Yeah, I felt like we had some really good chemistry in this conversation. And we talk about all things human design. She tells us about subliminal messaging, which is a huge part of her practice right now. Um, And then we also talk about parenting with human design and just like basically how to get through this life. (laughs) Oh, and we talk about portals, which is one of my favorite topics because um, I think they're so magical and wonderful. And she kind of like brings them down to this earth plane, which is really cool. Before we get into this week's episode, I always have my weekly check-in. And today I want to share about EMDR. So I've talked about it recently on some recent episodes, and I talk about it with Jasmine today on this episode. And my editor asked me to explain what EMDR is on last week's episode, and I just decided to to keep going. And so I thought it'd be good to talk about what it is and how I'm using it because it's been really an effective tool for me. And someone asked me about it after I released the podcast episode that's dedicated to all the recovering fearful avoidance out there. So here goes. EMDR stands for Eye Movement desensitization and reprocessing. It is a tool that therapists use. You have to be trained in it. And basically what it does is you work through a trauma memory while you are either moving your eyes back and forth. There's a few ways you can do it. You can move your eyes back and forth. Um, What I do with my therapist, because ours are all virtual, is that I am adding pressure to the different sides of my body. I put my hands on my chest and then I tap my left and right hand in like a rhythmic sensation. And so that kind of um, triggers the left and right sides of my brain while we're reprocessing this memory. Um, And there's other ways to do it. There's like paddles that you can touch. I'm sure there's like way more than that. I think there's like an app where you can like move your your eyes to the right and to the left. But basically the what's happening during these sessions and then why you do that eye movement or that hand movement is that it triggers different parts of your brain to reprocess the memory. Because sometimes when you have a triggering traumatic event, instead of like processing 
what happened, especially as you're a, a kid, you kind of just repress that memory, repress that emotion, and then the memory keeps coming back and it's as if it's happening in real time when it gets triggered. And so what this does is it, it somehow, that movement on the right and the left sides of your brain reprocesses the trigger memory into just a memory, like something that's happened in the past, something that doesn't have to define you anymore. And apparently I take really well to it. Not everybody does, Um, but it's been a really powerful tool on my own healing journey. In fact, it's kind of the only thing that I've been doing (laughs) this last year. Jasmine and I have a long talk today about being efficient and like just like how can we do less, which I love. That's one of my favorite topics. And so I feel like this year doing EMDR kind of goes along with that of like the year before I was doing so much shadow work and reprocessing work and manifestation work. And I kind of felt like all day long every day I was like taking some sort of class or doing some sort of exercise, which was great because I needed it at that time. I was like so, I I was so depleted in that area that I needed to like do that. I, I needed to spend a lot of time on that. This year it's been... And when I say this year, I really mean like 2021. It's just been like, how can I do less and just love myself? So EMDR has been super powerful for that. Um, If you're interested in doing it, I highly recommend asking your community wherever you live. For anyone that has an EMDR therapist recommendation, you can Google it. Actually, someone listening to this podcast in 2021 told me that I had talked about it in an episode. I think it was like in July or August or something like that. And it inspired her to Google EMDR therapist. And she found one right away that she clicked with and immediately started working with. And she, I was just like, damn, that like never happens. So sometimes a Google search is worth it, but I always find it's best to get resources from within my community because then I know they're going to be a little bit more vetted and trauma informed. And I kind of go into it with a little bit more trust. I would say. So that's EMDR. I will continue to keep talking about this modality, um, this healing method, this tool, but I did want to give you a little explanation about what it is. Um, just in case, just in case you hear the words EMDR and you're like, what the fuck is that? Which I totally respect. <laughs> All right, that's it for my check-in. Um, as always, I ask if you're enjoying this podcast, please, please, please rate and review the show. You can do that in the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. And this helps um, to share this amazing free content with other people because you know the like podcast ratings help people find the show. And also if you have a friend that you know will benefit from one of these episodes, please share it with them. I like to think of this podcast as very approachable. <laughs> Edutainment is one of my favorite things. It's got to be resourceful, but then also funny because why else would I be here? I just, I can't do it if it's not funny. <laughs> so if you have a friend that um, could benefit from it, please share this with them. Don't hesitate. That is one of the best ways um, for people to find out about the show. So thank you. I appreciate it so much. And let's get into this week's episode with Jasmine Kenna. So Jasmine, Tell us about yourself and what you do on the daily. 
What I do on the daily. I try to do very little. Um, I, yeah, that's my goal. Lots of fun and lots of pleasure. But for my work, I do human design readings. I work with people in, in that way, in that capacity. And then I also very recently started creating subliminal audios that people can use to kind of work on their limiting beliefs and like kind of break through the things that they're stuck on in life. I fucking love that. I have not used subliminal audio. So tell us, what are they? How do people use them? Okay, so they're really cool. They're very, very efficient. It's a very efficient way to um, kind of get a hold of your beliefs and assumptions that you have that might be holding you back. And what I do is I have this fancy little program that I used called Audacity, and I layer music tracks above like an affirmation track or a command track and it's recorded at like negative 40 decibels so your conscious mind cannot hear me speaking to you but your subconscious mind can and then you listen to it when you're sleepy not wow. when you're driving yeah not when you're driving not when you're driving <laughs> never ever when you're driving you don't want to be multitasking yeah. you just want to be resting it sounds like yeah that's love it that. i love that mm-hmm. and what like how did you find like how do you find it how do you incorporate it into your practice? Well, it started with I so funny, right? Like I was going to hypnosis all the time and I thought, "Oh, I should be able I'm like highly suggestible." That's what my mm-hmm. hypnotherapist says about me. I'm something called a somnobulist. Oh my god. Which is like the kind I know it's a fun word, right? It's and, so fun. Were you like, um, thank you, I, I am. Know. <laughs> well, at first I was like, ew, I don't know what that means. But then when I looked it up, she's like, basically you are a hypnotherapist wet dream because I I know. I'm like, I can be hypnotized. Like you could – I'm like the person on stage that you could get to like cluck like a chicken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like really quickly. Like you can use like a pendulum and I'm like, I'm out Damn. in a trance. Or I can – she can like walk me back and and like, you know – do the whole trance process, you know, where they like, you're getting very sleepy and relaxed, like that whole thing. And I could just stay put there. And then she talks to my higher self and like asks me all these wild questions about aliens and Atlantis and Lemuria and like all this crazy shit. Right. So, so I was going to that. I was doing past life regressions and tons of healing work, tons of like old trauma was being healed. And I thought I should be able to do this for myself. But then when I figured out how to do self-hypnosis, I kept falling asleep and I'm like, this is not working. Like, this is not working. I'm not <laughs> hypnotized. I'm just asleep. So I figure I started doing some research and I'm like, oh, I think I could suggest things to myself like via subliminals. And that's perfect for me because you fall asleep while you're listening to subliminals. And then your mind is super receptive to the new commands. That's so fucking cool. Okay. So last time we talked, you talked about how this is really cultivating self-love. So tell us a little bit more about why self-love yeah. is so important. Self, like for me, self-love is like the cornerstone of all work that we do mm. on ourselves, you know, mm. and, and with the work, like the manifestation work I do, um, which completely like ties into like self-love and self-concept. It's like, you have to figure out where you're not loving yourself. If the whole world is a projection of you, you know, if we're all connected, we're all one. Then if you're having these experiences that are not loving um, that you don't feel worthy, that you don't feel chosen or, or a priority, that's because you're not feeling that way about yourself. Mm-hmm. So if we can really um, create this new self-concept that's like, I am a priority, I'm adored, I'm chosen, I'm loved. And when you have that feeling going on all the time, which is like most of the subliminals I deal with, like when I do one-on-one sessions, people are always like the number one thing is 
well, I'd say the top three are like worth, self-love, and belonging mm. are like the number three, like top three things. And I think those that are all basically sense. just like loving yourself. When I first started my little healing journey, <laughs> I thought I had to like do all this work to I don't be worthy and like prove my worth and like all this stuff. And then I think like halfway in or a year in, I was like, oh, it's all just about self-love. It's literally just about self-love. Yeah. And and also worth it, like our worth is inherent, you know, like it's our birthright. Like we're born worthy. And then we just get conned into believing we suck, you know, <laughs> like it's just, it's just a, it's a big scam. It and is. so middle it's school like, is a scam. <laughs> middle school is a scam, com- TV commercials, magazines, all of it, like yes. telling you. If you just are, you know, if you would just weigh 110 pounds, everything in your life will be perfect. You know, whatever right. the hell it is. Right. And so it's a trick and it's important to just remember that and to know like, oh, I can just cultivate this shit myself. Like I don't need to be, I don't need to be doing a lot of work around it. I can just be like, oh, I am worthy. I am loved. Yeah. I love that so much. So a lot of listeners and including myself have experienced <clears throat> so much trauma over their childhood and like Mm -hmm. I'm curious for someone that has had you know experienced abuse growing up or just repetitive trauma over and over and over again like bullying like how how do they approach the subliminal programming is it and, and does it just work for them or like is there extra steps that they have to do so many people have experienced trauma. I guess not everybody. Trauma is um, relative, right? So something that could be very traumatic for me might not be for you and vice versa. But the way that I like to view it is, number one, let's uh, let's address the beliefs and assumptions that you have around your trauma. Like, oh, this has happened to me and so it's going to keep happening to me mm. or this always happens to me or, oh, not again. Like, here we go. This is the bullshit that I always have to go through. So like addressing those assumptions and beliefs and then kind of in your daily life, in your conscious life, this is going to sound kind of people maybe won't like it, but stop telling, <laughs> it telling, tell, stop telling that story. Stop telling that story. The story, when we perpetuate the story of victimhood over and over, even though it's just not to say that you were not victimized, you know, in your trauma, of course, you know, acknowledge that. But to live in that space, to like live there and be steeped in it, really um, from a manifestation perspective, just keeps bringing that towards you. And and, and whether or not it brings those actual experiences again, it brings that feeling back to you. Mm. So I say get a new story. You know, like even even if it's just a neutral story, you know, you don't have to be like everything was coming up roses, you know, and everything's right. perfect. But just like keep it like keep the drama down, keep the cata- catastrophizing. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like keep it to a minimum and then really focus on like, oh, what I'm looking for is to feel whole. What I'm looking for mm-hmm. is to feel loved. And then be listening to your subliminals as well that are like anchoring oh. those thoughts. I love that so much. I love that so much because I feel like – so often, <laughs> every time I'm like trying to process the trauma with my therapist, I'm doing like EMDR. At the very end, she's like, okay, now I want you to put this memory down or this trauma down or this belief down. Yeah. And then there's always a moment every single fucking time where I'm like, but who am I without this belief? Right. And it's like all of a sudden, this story of me you know, not being valued and like not being able to show my true feelings. Like all of a sudden that's, I've taken that on and it's become my identity. Right, right, right. And yeah. And it's like, I had to figure out like, why do I want it? I don't want it. Like I fucking hate this feeling. I hate all of this. And I am just 
completely committed to it. Like I am yeah. going to keep it all. And really me keeping it doesn't let me change at all. And it also doesn't give me room to like create new experiences. Yeah. I don't, I don't want any more trauma. I, I mean, I, I'm a, I would prefer not to have any more yeah. pass. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Let, yeah, the good, let, the good, big pass. let the good times roll. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent, which like, you know, isn't going to be 100% reality because life, but no life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, like, as I think like, I'm starting to learn that like, Oh, not because you know, we're never healed a hundred, right. you know, that you're going to always have a bunch of shit laying around, but I can recover so quickly now. Mm. My recovery time is lickety split. What did it, what did it used to be? Like, what did it used to look like? It used to look like, oh, now I have verification that I'm in fact a piece of shit. And nobody loves me. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, thank you for letting, mm. thank you for the reminder. And now <laughs> I'm going to do all of the things that that version of me does, you know, like I'm going to rage and wallow and lament and then, mm. and then shove it all back under the rug mm. only to do it again later. Oh. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm not going to do it. You know, now I'm like. Oh, I'm feeling a feeling. Let's look at it. Let's mm -hmm. figure it out. Let's revise it and like move on. That's so. amazing. I love yeah. that. So tell us a little bit more about the subliminals. So it's, you said there's like an affirmation track. Like what exactly right. is happening when you're not actually listening or when you can't actually hear those voices or voice? Right. So your subconscious mind can pick up the, that frequency, um, the super low, low decibel. And then it's also slow. It's interesting because it's like sped up. I speed up the my voice, mm. the tempo, but I slow down the frequency. So mm. the sub, it's, a, it's a frequency that the subconscious mind picks up very easily. And so it's just like auto-tuning your mind with, and I like, you know, I repeat, there's like hundreds of them in there. I like each affirmation is repeated like 50 times and then you put it on a loop and you listen to it. And then how long, how long are you supposed to listen to it before you see results? Well, it just depends. Different people are, have different um, outcomes. There are some people who are big moderates and they're like, I've listened to my sub, you know, my subliminal track once a day for a month and it, and they start to see changes that slowly. And then I had a couple of friends who were like, I just listened to it every night, all night for a whole week straight, I had a complete emotional breakdown, but I've Holy also shit. like broken through a ton. And I'm like, okay, maybe don't do that. <laughs> it's aggressive maybe. and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like she, I'm, I'm going for it. And like, and they did, you know, they did. She's like, Yum. I just went, I just got through all my shit. I just had a total nutty two weeks. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's not for me. <laughs> Maybe a little slower. Yeah. I go like somewhere in the middle. Um, I do think that one thing that happens is that people start to see results. Um, and, and it's more about how you're feeling. Like I'll give you an example. In my um, in one of my subliminals that I've made for myself, it's that people think I'm beautiful. I'm like, people are gonna tell me I'm beautiful every day. And I swear to you, every single day since I started doing those subliminals a random stranger will just come up to me and tap me on the shoulder and go, I just have to tell you, you are so beautiful. And oh my yeah, God. It's, it's funny. It's funny. And then one day I was like riding my bike home and I was in a really bad mood. And I'm like, and nobody even told me I was beautiful today. And I, and this homeless man yells from across the parking lot, no. Hey, you're beautiful. And I was like, oh thank you. Subliminal. Universe. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I, I mean, so yeah, they do work and, and you'll start to see, like everybody starts to see like, 
or have the proof of the evidence in their 3D world, like all of these things, I'll be like, oh, and then my husband said this to me and it was like the exact thing, you know, like, like that they, that was in their subliminal. That's so, so cool. It's like they're prepping yeah. to actually hear that message and really, <laughs> right. truly believe it. Exactly. Yeah. Because you have to get your old beliefs and assumptions out of the way, mm. you know, and get the new ones anchored in there or else you can't, you can't even, it's, you know, I, five years ago, if random people were telling me I was beautiful every day, I would be like, Ooh, cringe. Why are you telling me that? You know, like well, I'm not here. I'm not here for it. Like I don't right. want that right. from you or anybody. And now I'm like, well, thank you very much. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Like, what kind of day is is this that nobody, not even one person, said that to me? I love that so yeah. much. And it also like it's interesting because while you're reprogramming your subconscious, it also sounds to me like you're kind of like 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 building trust with the universe at the same yeah. time. It's like right, right. You're asking yeah. for these things, and then. Other people are delivering, right? Yeah, so it's wild. Cool. They're just showing up for you. Do. Let's do it. It's fun. <laughs> Ready? It's fun work. Yeah, I know. Mine I, is. I have a ton of like vain vanity stuff in there, and like I do not want to work out, so I need yeah. to have. I'm like subconscious mind. I have my body's always the right, the perfect size for me. Like I do not gain weight, and I'm like good. I have not worked out in a year. Good. Good. Oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, okay, we believe this. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. You don't need to <laughs> do any – Just you don't really need to do that, you know? You don't need to have yeah. a bunch of gray hair, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest thing is I'm always like, I want attention so bad. And then when people give me attention, I'm like, oh, God, oh, I didn't want Right. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, like, we, we would anchor <laughs> into you, like, I feel good being seen. Mm, and it, it feels so good seen. to be seen. Yeah, it feels oh, so good to be seen. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I accept compliments easily. And then people just keep giving them to you. And it's then great. They just keep throwing. And mm-hmm. then I expect them. And then I'm mad when a day goes by and I don't get them. Right. But the key is when you believe, when you expect it and you believe it, then it happens. Then it happens. Then it happens. Yeah. When you expect it and you don't believe it, then it definitely doesn't happen. It doesn't because then you're like, yeah. it's like cognitive dissonance, and then right. you're like, see, I don't, I don't get what I want. I feel you like know? this is manifestation in a nutshell. It really is. It really is manifestation. It's to me. So this is the manifesting generator way of oh, yeah. of manifesting because we're all about shortcuts and efficiency, efficiency baby. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, let's get to the bottom of this quickly. Like, who's going to tell me I'm pretty today? Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. I love so, I am here for that so much. Yeah. Um <laughs> listeners, I'm not really like shallow, but I'm pra- I'm always practicing. I'm like, what can I do? What can I What yeah. can I yes. manifest for myself like as proof? Yeah, that this stuff works. Yeah, it's proof it works, and I think yeah. I like the small manifestations. I think are a good way to start because when oh my god, my I've got my manifestation list that's so long of like I'm gonna manifest X amount of money and all, all right. of these things, and it's like I haven't manifested those yet, and so it kind of deteriorates my belief in it. Right, you're like oh maybe not. Yeah, like yeah. is this actually working? Right, why am I fucking doing this? Yeah, but if it's way? like. Yeah, but if you're like, I'm going to manifest a free cup of coffee or parking spot every day, you know. Yes. And like, do you know anything about self-concept? No, what's this? So self-concept's like your – it's like your current self-image and your ideal self make up your self-concept. So if your current self-image is like, 
I never get what I want. People aren't nice to me. I always like my boyfriend always breaks up with me or what cheats on me or like whatever. That's your that's how you feel about yourself or that's your current self image. And if you want, and then you're like, oh, wait, I want this great romantic relationship and I want this great job in this beautiful apartment. Well, those two things aren't lined up. There's all this mm. expanse between. So you have to create the version of you by changing your beliefs and your assumptions that is over here that's like lucky in love and always finds, you know, a great place to mm. live and has a great job. And so people don't realize they're like, I'm doing all of this work. I'm doing all of this. Like I'm writing down my affirmations and I'm doing, well, it doesn't matter because your beliefs are not lined up with that. You're right. never going to get it. You're never going to get a million dollars if you think it's really hard to get a million dollars. I have to do right. all these things to get a million dollars. And yeah. so you have people your... with a million dollars are bad. Like Ooh, <laughs> then that's I'm a... definitely not going to get it. That's a huge one. Right. And yeah. that's ingrained in so many of us or like, oh, I have to, I have to work so hard for my money. And then he, how are you going to win the lottery? If you're like, I have to work so hard for my money. Right. It's right. Never gonna, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's never happening. <laughs> So those are the beliefs that I work on with people and we switch the beliefs. So then your self-concept is updated yeah. and you're good to go. I fucking then you can do that. all the other little tricks you want to do, whatever the heck else. Yeah. Then, and then you can add on the tricks. I love that. Mm -hmm. My friend, I love what you're talking about. My friend recently, a couple years ago, she, she decided that she was going to win the lottery mm -hmm. and she was just convinced. She like had a dream. She knew the numbers, bought the ticket. She was convinced, like she was telling her boyfriend, like, this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't win. And she was just devastated. She was like, what the fuck? Like, I was promised this. Like, I, you know, like, I knew I was going to yeah. win. And then she got booked for a gig like a month and a half later for, because she's an actress. Mm -hmm. So she booked a commercial where she did maybe four hours of work on one day. And she's still getting paid out good, like so much fucking money from the commercial because yeah. it went national. So it's lottery. Like, so yeah. she hit the lottery. She had to work four hours, which like, you know, maybe is a little bit more than the cost of a lottery ticket itself. But mm -hmm. it was almost like she had to believe that she's going to win the lottery in order for that next one to happen. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild how things work. And I think so many times we're like, but I want – it has to happen like this. Right. Like like this or it's not a thing. And you're like, well, it still is a thing. Like it, it's still – like you have a bunch of money. And I think yeah. that's probably what you wanted to have is the freedom that a bunch of money brings you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. really cool to see. It's very inspiring. Got to say. Very inspiring. Um, okay. So you mentioned that you're a manifesting generator. Talk to us about I human am. design. How would you find it? How did, how did it find you? <laughs> found me. I think I was listening to a Jenna Zoe podcast. Mm. Love her. I think she was chatting with Lacey Phillips on mm. like, do you know Lacey Phillips? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was listening to that. This was years ago at the beginning of my little journey. And uh, she was talking and I thought, oh, she's talking about me. Like she's talking about me. And I didn't know anything about human design, but I knew that it resonated with me so deeply, the things that she was saying about being a manifesting generator. And I Googled it and I just went on a, I just went on a human design bender. Mm. I just figured it all out. And I'm like, I am a manifesting generator. I need to do everybody's charts that I know. I need to figure out all of these energy dynamics. And it's really, it's been a life changer for me. Mm. I love mm -hmm. that. How so? What has been the biggest or smallest well, do you know anything about manifesting generators? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm married to one, so very much so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge so, fan. 
Yeah. We are, we are a special little creature, you know, yeah. we're very, we have a lot going on. And I think for me, um, finding out I was an MG was like permission granted to be myself. I get to be myself. I get to like float around doing all kinds of weird things, learning all kinds of things, moving really quickly and not like consider myself a flake. Like mm. I spent a lot of my life wishing I could just stick to something or really love like, but like every two years, I'm like, oh, I got to do something else. I got to get out of here, you know? Mm. And so I was really hard on myself up until I found human design. Damn. And now I'm just like, deal with it, people. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a manifesto like generator. This. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I do, that. It's such a permission. I do what I yeah. We're, we're freewheelers, you know? We need our own. We need to do our own thing. We don't like to be bossed around. You know, mm-hmm. we need a lot of freedom, mm-hmm. but we're also completely lovable and warm and fuzzy. So lovable. So warm and fuzzy. Hey there. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. I know I am. If you're enjoying the Lit AF podcast, I humbly ask you to make a financial contribution to the Lit AF tip jar. Your support will help make this podcast happen. Financial contributions help to cover costs like podcast hosting site, podcast recording software, and it also helps us to pay our amazing, talented podcast editor that brings us these sweet episodes every single week. Monthly and one-off donation options are available, and we've got some sweet thank you gifts for everyone participating. If you're interested in making your financial contribution, please visit sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Now back to this week's episode. Thank you so much. question. I'm okay. So I'm surrounded by manifesting generators. I have a huge love for them. The two closest manifesting generators that I am to neither of them will use a recipe to cook. (laughs) Why? Because they know what they're doing. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing. Yeah. I find it hysterical. And when we figured out that they both did this, I mean, they don't really pay attention to human design, but I was just like, yep, this this is a classic manifesting generator yeah. situation right here. This is an MG stitch. Yeah. 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 We, we don't, I don't use, I mean, I will use a recipe to cook because I'm not a great, I'm not great at like the inventing portion. You know, I'm not like a pinch of this, a pinch of that. I'm like, oh, what's the, oh, this is going to taste weird, but I don't <laughs> really use, I mean, my ex-boyfriend is a generator and he would get so pissed at me because we'd like be building something or whatever. And I, he's like, I'm going to be very methodical and look at these uh-huh. directions. I'm going to read everything twice and then lay everything mm-hmm. out. And then, and I would just already be building it. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that didn't work. Okay. Undo it. Let's see. I'm like breaking, <laughs> breaking pieces and just, or, you know, or I'll just start painting the living room, uh-huh. but then like not finish it. Like I'll finish uh-huh. it in like three weeks. On One, your own time. Uh, and I don't, it, it does not bother me at all. And people like I, my mom used to just be like, holy shit, dude. Like you got paint out, like the brushes aren't washed, like everything's a mess. I'm like, I'll get back to it. I've got what two mess? hours tomorrow. Yeah. I've got two hours to finish that on Wednesday. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. 
no oh problems. God. That explains. Yeah. This just, just explains so much in my own life. I'm really yeah. grateful to hear this. Like really grateful. Well, you're a projector, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's been, oh my God, for me, it's been the biggest permission engine to just be myself. I did get kind of caught up in some things where a lot of people say that projectors shouldn't exercise. And that was maybe the worst advice I could have ever heard. (laughs) Because then, you know, at first I was like, I'm following this to the letter. And then I was like, we're going to have to reassess everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So at first I was like, I'm only going to go on slow walks every day. And then I was like, fuck that. I can this is not working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think all of these like different systems, it's like people get like caught up and like make them limiting. Like they should not limit you. If it feels limiting, then cancel it. Don't do that. Yeah. Cancel, cancel. That, that's not working. Yeah. 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 But it did give me so much permission to just sleep and not be a morning person because I – I just can't do it. I cannot. I'm not. It's You need yeah. a lot of sleep. I need a lot of sleep. And like my best time during the day is like afternoon to evening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's my prime time. I think that's my that's my like well, no, evening. Well, like five to like ten is when I'm like it's like my witching hour where I'm like, Ugh. I hate all of this. <laughs> I hate all of this. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like 10 o'clock, like it is fucking bedtime. Or like, are yeah. you like turn off, go to bed? I mostly, mostly, yeah. Like I'm definitely like, I can get it together. Like I'm not one of these generator types that's like hard bedtime or anything like that. Like if I, there's like somebody says, hey, we're going to go out and grab a glass of wine and it's 930. I'll be like, okay, I'll go. You know, like I'm I can, available. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll rally. I can rally really easily. Um, yeah. yeah. My friends are always like, you're such a roll dog. Like you'll come with. I'm like, yeah, but then when, but then I can only do that if I know I can get enough sleep. Mm. So mine isn't necessarily like I need to sleep in or I need to go to bed early or anything like that. It's like, I just need enough sleep. So whenever it happens, it has to be enough. Enough. I love that word. I have no glitter left in my, (laughs) in my face. Yeah. I can get grouchy. I feel like there's just never enough sleep for me. Even on the weekends when I'm sleeping. So projector. Really? Yeah. Oh right. my God. I'm yeah. just, I could sleep all day and yeah. all night. Oh, my, my projector teenagers, literally it's three 30 in the afternoon here and she is still in her PJs Yes, on the couch, like having a snack <laughs> girl that, I, that I, yeah, that I made for her. Like she's like, <laughs> yeah. she's, yeah. she's yeah, a genius. She, yeah, she's like, oh great, and no, and no one else is here. She's like, perfect. I'm just gonna chill out, <laughs> just gonna be relaxing. Have yeah. the best day ever. I mm-hmm. love that. I, I love she, that. She's like, I require nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, um, tell us about your kids and how how do you use um, human design to raise them? Well, I have three daughters, and two of them are teenagers, and one is going into middle school next year. So they're like getting. You know, they're everyone's cool though. Everybody around here still likes me, which is nice. That is um, nice. Yeah, it really is. Um, but they're each one's a projector, one's a manifester, and one is a generator. So oh I had my own little like, you know, my own little science experiment happening wow. at my house with how all of our energy works. And I wish I would have known what they were when they were born because I definitely would have treated them differently. Mm. And I'm an, I'm an MG and my ex-husband is an MG, their dad. Oh, shit. And we, ha- I know. And he has like 10 defined channels. Like he's, he's the most 
He's the most channels. Maybe he's eleven. The oh. most full channels of any hum, uh, any chart of the hundreds of charts I've done that I've ever seen. So he's pretty zippy, and <laughs> I'm and I'm pretty zippy. And then yeah. we have this. Our first two kids are a projector and a manifester, and they're both like, uh, "Why are you rushing us?" <laughs> Like, please stop rushing us. <laughs> Just you know, slow down. <laughs> yeah. And like my oldest daughter, I mean, she would be putting on her shoes when she, she's still like this, but she'd be putting on her shoes. And I would seriously say to her, do you need an invitation to like, and, and then I'm like, oh, she does. She actually needs an invitation. She actually needs an invitation. <laughs> yeah. She needs an invitation to finish putting her shoes on 10 oh. minutes later, still doing that. Oh yeah. But God. it's great. Now that I know that about them and I know that they don't have the same sacral energy that I have or that their little sister has. We just leave them be. We're like, okay, join. Here's everything. Join us if you choose. Also rest if you need to. Also, you know, I know that when they get home from school every day, it's a lot for them. Like they have a lot of like excess sacral energy and they're like, I just need to relax and be quiet for an hour or two. So I don't push them like I would, like I did when they were little. Because mm, they're not, yeah, they're not like me. <laughs> are they into it? Are they like aware of it? <clears throat> they are to a certain extent, but like, I mean, I think I think the deal is with human design. We're not supposed to like really talk to kids about it. Like, we're supposed yeah. to like let them live that way, but not like tell them a bunch of stuff. Like, about this it, is what so. you are. Let me put you in a box. <laughs> and they're right. like, what the fuck? So, yeah, yeah, like, don't. So I didn't really talk to them about it, except to say like, okay, well. If you want to, you know, if my manifestor kid wants to do two sleepovers in a row, I have to just remind her that, you know, she's probably not going to feel great after that. You know, like you're going to be, she's an emotional manifestor. I'm like, you're going to be cooked. You know, oh, you don't want man. like hanging out with that many people for so two days is not down. good for you. Damn. Yeah. She needs downtime. And she's like, how do you know that? You're a genius. And you're like, yeah. Well, she used to like argue it, but now she's like, mm. I think you're right. I think mm. I need to, you know. I need to be alone. Damn. I need that voice of reason in my life for sure. <laughs> yeah. Are you a people person? Do you people totally. a lot? Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. And it took me until the pandemic to realize like, oh, I actually like really need my alone time. And it's yeah. really valuable. So and I didn't realize valuable. how much I had to like wind down, like the winding down process you're talking about. Like it's interesting hearing other gener – like my generator friends talking about how like at nighttime, they just go right to bed. And I'm like, oh, right. I've got to have my whole journal practice. I've got to, like, process <laughs> my day. Yeah. No like, no generators are doing that. No. We're like, we're like narcoleps. <laughs> we're like, totally. Like, get in bed and then you're, like, out. I'm like, holy shit, how do you do yeah. that? I mean, if you could, like, if you could, like, if we could, like, eat and then have sex and then just go to sleep. Like it's over. The day's <laughs> over. Yeah. Ideal. Ideal. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's our process. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if we're going to have sex, I'm going to have to like think about it and like talk about it with you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like that. Yeah. I have to process. Like I've got to process it's, it all. Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah. That's one thing. You know, I think I think all the types are great and there's so much nuance in each specific type. That's just, I mean, they're perfect the way that they are, but we're generators. Types are pretty lucky. To yeah. just kind of be able to be like, okay, well, this world was made for us. Battery on, battery off. I completely yeah. agree. Mm -hmm. I completely agree, which is so funny because I have so many generator friends that are like, ugh, I like, there's nothing special about being a generator. And I'm like, are you kidding? The whole we world is for you. you. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're dominating this world. Yeah. Like, all I we, want is your energy. Yeah. Everybody mm -hmm. wants it. and But it is, it's so true. Like people really, generators are like that. And I will say this, that a, 
an unhappy generator or an dissatisfied generator mm. is like the worst. Yeah. Yeah, because we can just be real assholes, you know, <laughs> like if we're miserable and then we're like still doing the same thing and just every day like I'm so miserable, I'm so mm. miserable and just trudging along and like not make – it takes sometimes – it takes for a pure generator, it takes a lot – sometimes a long time for them to make a change in their life because they're yeah. just like – they're here for like mastery and to see things through and they're just, yeah. So, and I think we have a lot of that in our society. We have a lot, you can, yeah. you can look around and be like, oh, if 70% of people are generators, that means a good chunk of people are not super yes. satisfied. Yeah. Yes. Very true. What's the like, what's the kind of light up process for an MG? Is it similar to a generator? It's a little bit different. Like the way I, mine happens is I feel like an actual like pull, mm. like my body's like, oh, I'm going to go that direction. I'm going to do that thing. And generators, a lot of times they're the, mm-hmm and uh-uh. Like you, they, that's a little bit different. Like it's just a little bit of a, I don't, I shouldn't say that I, I'm, since I'm not one, I don't know specifically, but to me it feels like a little bit more mellow of a mm. sacral yes mm. or no. Interesting. Um, and ours is more like, oh, I'm going that way. I'm, right now. I'm already go, going in that direction. <laughs> I, yeah, like I'm just going in that way before I even like know I'm going in that way. And be, and I think that's because we're so quick moving because mm. MGs have that manifesting um, capability. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think we are initiating, but we're not. We're still mm. supposed to be operating in response. Still responding. So it's just like a really fast – we're just fast. We're fast and, and we're like a little bit more buoyant, I think, mm. than like a, a pure generator is. Yeah, it's like so fascinating. Dense. It's so fascinating yeah. and I feel like I haven't read or I haven't seen a lot of information for specifically just MG. I feel like so many MGs yeah. just get looped into the generator. Right. And and according to Ra and according to like human design purist people, that there are only four types, you know, that we're mm. – the the MG is the hybrid in that we are still – because we're still generator type, we're still here in response, that there are a lot of differences. But I would I would argue that um, we are our own thing and mm. that we're very I, – I feel very different than a generator, than all my generator friends. We're very different. That's yeah. so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel very zippy. Like – and all my yeah. MGP – I can pick MGs out Yeah, the lineup. Really? Yeah, for sure. Like what is, everybody is. is it, what is it usually, the, the energy that you're picking up on? It's big and it's fast. And it's not like – a generator is, to me, feels a very cozy – and like I want to like hug them or like maybe like pick them up, you know, like I like, I'm like, oh, get over here. Like it feels like that. And I don't necessarily feel that way with other MGs. I, I feel like we are individual. You'll find like a big pile of generators together, like hanging out, you know, totally. like and MGs are always like periphery, you know, yeah. we're on the edge and we're like, where do we fit in here? Do we? Yeah. Well, maybe we'll go check out that crew over there or see what's yeah. what. I'm going to do my yeah. own thing. Yeah. I'm going to do my For own thing. Sure. We're not joiners. Yes. I have noticed that. Many times. Yeah. Is your husband a joiner? No. Oh, my God. I'm not either. He's such a lone it. wolf. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. When I respect it, but I'm uh, just so opposite of that because mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a joiner. <laughs> <laughs> You're a joiner. Projectors are joiners. They're like, please invite me. I want to come to your party. Yeah. I'm dying yeah. to come. <laughs> yeah. MGs are like, we're having the party, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and I'm like, well, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. I go where I want to go. I go out alone all the time. And my friends would kind of be like, what are you doing? You're just like riding your bike and going. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go see music or I'm going to do 
whatever I want to do because I don't want to be bothered when you say, let's go to the next place because I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Right, right. For me right now. So selfish. No. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you're doing you. (laughs) Yeah. We're, I think MGs are very self centric. That's the Mm. word that I like to use. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Self-centric in a way of like they know – I feel like it's like they know what they want, but they can still be warm and cozy like you're talking Mm -hmm. about. We can be. Oh, sorry. Generators are warm and cozy. But like they're very loving is what I – Yeah. I'm very magnetic still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And very – and I think MGs are charismatic. I think of all the types, an MG is probably the most likely to be a cult leader, Mm. you know. (laughs) Yeah. Because we have all can, that energy for it. <laughs> we do. And we're also like, we have all the energy and people like us. And also yeah. we're, we can like, we're like, oh, we can just do whatever, you know, we're like, right. oh, sure. We've got it covered. We can build that. You know, I've got people for that. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> then you just have sex, go to bed. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's Eat, working out. Sex, go to bed. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> my love perfect it. life. Let us yeah. know when you start your cult. We'll be. Yeah. We'll be lining up. <laughs> I know, right? I, I'm like, I would never do that. It sounds exhausting to have to like manage. Oh people. my God. So much management. I yeah. Would never. So many feelings. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody. Yeah. I don't want anyone following me anywhere. Don't yeah. follow yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting on my bike and I'm going out to the club alone. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Don't like text me around it. I don't want to tell you. Oh my no. God. They're all like, where'd she go? <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Oh my Jeez god. Bone. Okay. Okay. So no cult. We got you. You're in your mm-hmm. you're in your cult of yourself. Yes. One. I support that. I fully support that. Okay. So let's talk about portals. I'm obsessed with portals. I always think of them as like elusive, <laughs> misunderstood, and really magical. So I'd love to hear kind of like your definition of a portal. I mean, I I like that definition of a portal. That's like far more mystical than and, and magical <laughs> than mine is. My portals are like mundane, like everyday stuff. You know, like it's opportunities, experiences, people. Um, you know, like human design was a huge portal for me. Subliminal audios or like learning about my subconscious mind, huge portal for me. But even like a book, like when something like pops up, like something pops off the shelf, and you're like, oh, this thing changed my life. You know, and yeah. through that, you know through just letting the portals be a little bit less um, elusive and mystical, I think that we get more opportunities to to walk through them. Yeah. You're really bringing it down onto this earth plane. So I thank you mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Because yeah. they're everywhere. They're I mean, some everywhere. people are you can have you can deal with a person that's like, you know, helps you transcend and maybe it's not fun. You know, maybe it's like a like a miserable portal, but you're like, oh, I walked through that, and I'm different on the other side of that. Mm. I've learned something. I've learned something. I've set a boundary. I've stated mm-hmm. a need. I've whatever grown. Yeah, yeah. Learned something like, about what I don't learned to do. <laughs> learn to keep that portal shut. Like oh, yeah. That door. yeah. <laughs> and that's the portal I don't want to ever go down again. Yeah, it's like the triple <laughs> triple X portal. Yeah, no thanks. I love um, that because it's way. These are like this bringing it down into the everyday. And it's it's like making it a part of every of every single day, if that makes sense. Right, right. Like it doesn't have to be this like I don't know. Like I I used to love like you know I'd go to like breath work, which I still love and go to, or like I do all of these different modalities and do all of these things. But like I wouldn't really do it in between. 
You know, right. like I would be like, oh, this is a very special thing I'm doing. And then it like puts it on a pedestal. And then I'm like, wait, I have access to these things all the time. I have access to magic all the time. I have access to like the power of my thoughts all the time. I can, I can make changes. Literally, I can do something that was like, not maybe not the best move or react in a way that I didn't want to react. And like literally one second later, go, I'm making a different choice, a portal and do it different, you know, and then be like, oh, I'm back on track or I'm, it doesn't have to, you don't have to have these long extended periods between those kinds of experiences. Those kinds of experiences. And it's also like, I kind of got stuck in the, someone else has to guide me into the portal. Right. Right. Like I'm totally outsourcing all of my power to this one thing that I'm doing a month or a week and I'm not gonna be able to access it until I'm back in their presence. Right. Which like, I don't know. I mean, I I do, I believe so much in like people who are guides and they're here for that, but like, I don't feel like I need that. I'm like, I can, I, I feel deeply that I contain all the power I need to do the things that I want to do. I love that. For myself. And thank you. But I do think that sometimes you're not quite there yet. You know, like Mm -hmm. maybe the guide is like the, the, is the portal at the moment. And then Mm -hmm. after that, you're like, okay, I got this. I can do this. I but I think this. we do. I think that's a great way of saying that like we outsource our power and it's like you're the you're your op, the operant power in your life. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because you're right that some I there have been times obviously when I didn't believe that I held that power. Mm-hmm. And so it's so powerful to hear that like you can believe that and that can you do have all yeah. the things that you need yeah. inside of you. Yeah. And that's a limiting belief, right? Mm. Like I know. I go I every day I'm like another limiting belief. <laughs> Yeah. Got another one. I know. It's <laughs> detective. I know. It's like nonstop. Even when I started doing the subliminal audios, I had this belief that like no that everybody was gonna think it was so kooky and not buy is not get into it. That was my belief. And so people would start to talk to me about it and I'd go, Oh, it's just this weird thing that I do. And I would like totally just like shut And they're it like, down. Well, clearly I'm not interested because she's shutting it down. <laughs> yeah, like what are you doing? And so I finally was like, Okay, I think that's a limiting belief. Like, how come it can't just be how come people can't just easily understand what I'm saying and like yeah. be open to what I have to offer? Like yeah. that's that's a better belief. But we just For do sure. it, we do it all the time. We just like cut ourselves off at the knees. Dude, I mean, yeah. I'm excited to start recognizing more limiting beliefs. Yeah, yeah good luck. Thank you. <laughs> so many of them. I know. I'm like, it's all day long. Voice notes. Limiting belief. Yeah. <laughs> another limiting belief. Another mm-hmm. limiting belief. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. I love that. The idea that we have portals uh, presented to us all day long, I think it's just like it, it really accesses your own power more. Yeah. Agreed. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with listeners on their own healing journey? Um, I think just take it easy, you know, take it easy on yourself. You're going to, it's a, it's a, the healing journey, the shadow work journey, like all of it is, um, it's long. It can be long, you know, and it's going to like the more you dive in, the more layers you peel back, the more layers you peel back. So you don't always have to be doing work. You mm. don't always have to be like everything doesn't always have to be a thing. You know, like you could just sometimes be like, mm. hey, well, I'm just going to circle back to that later mm-hmm. and enjoy my life as as much as I can right now and the people that are in it. So I think it's important. 
I love that. I mean, I'm all about efficiency and <laughs> yeah. not doing any work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think, it, I, I mean, I think in our world, especially the healing world, if, when you start healing, you have to also, also integrate. So you can't just mm-hmm. constantly be like, okay, I'm healing, 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 healing. And then you're not actually like integrating like all the lessons you learned. So yeah. sometimes you just have to take a little break, like work, work it all together and see, see what you got. Yeah. Integrate, go on a walk, go outside, interact with others. And like find your joy and pleasure because you're allowed to have that while you're healing and mm. doing your work. You can still like enjoy everything. Dude, the beginning of my journey, it was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have to be, but woo! I went you, you I went deep full, real quick. Full bore. Full bore. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna cry for two months straight. That's normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and like that's like what you needed to do and how you needed to do it. But then it's like if you kept doing it at, at that intense level for five years, that's like – that feels miserable. Like you don't need to do that. No. Did not. Bring it down a notch. Bring yeah. it down. Cool it. It's going to be time. there. It'll yeah. be there. It'll always be there. Yeah. Sure. It's going to be there. If you take a little day off and say, I'm just going to have some fun. Yeah. Not think about all my trauma today. Find some joy. Find some joy. Find it. There's a balance. Mm-hmm. Oh, so beautiful. I love it. Um, okay. So if listeners are interested in following along with what you're up to, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at lovejasminekenna. Also, my website, jasminekenna.com. And I'm also a contributor and collaborator on um, the Spacious Network, which is just a bunch of really cool humans making like human design-based podcasts and different kinds of tools and all kinds of stuff. And so that's an app and it's really fun. I love that. The Spacious, is that what you said? Yeah, it's called Spacious, the Spacious Spacious Network. Network. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. And are the podcasts available publicly? They're almost, well, I think we have one. I think each other is going to be like, um, you can get like half of it and then you can go get it on the app. Oh, nice. But it's, yeah. But I think the rest of them are, will be behind the the paywall. Cool. It's now called. I'm learning so much lingo. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know any You're of a pro. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, so I got good. lingo. I love it. Definitely yeah. following with her. Um, I've been following you for such a long time. So having you on the pod twice. Oh, that <laughs> makes me so such happy. a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And you I just, I'm really excited to share your wisdom. This has been so fun. Thank you. It's been a blast. Thank you. That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple Podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And please share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. Of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. And if you're interested in supporting the show and being part of the Lit AF community, Join our Patreon by visiting sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week.